From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Ciara Hewlett. A massive school safety bill is almost through the Utah legislature. KUER's Martha Harris has details. Among other things, the bill would require every school to have some kind of armed security. That could be a school resource officer, a security guard, or a school guardian, which is a staff member who is armed and trained. Provo School District student Will Weedner told the Senate Education Committee he supports most of the bill. We are not comfortable with armed volunteers in our schools, and the preferable solution would be for everyone to have more school resource officers. It's already passed through the House, but it wasn't unanimous. Some voted no because they said the requirements could be expensive for schools. While there are some concerns, there's also strong support, including throughout a state. Lori Alhadef's daughter, Alyssa, was killed in a 2018 shooting at her high school in Parkland, Florida. Alhadef wants states to put panic buttons in every classroom, which is one of the requirements in Utah's bill. Students deserve to learn and thrive without fear. I urge you to pass the school safety bill, including Alyssa's Law panic button, without delay. The bill passed out of the Senate Education Committee and now goes to the full Senate for debate. They have until the end of Friday to give it final approval. Martha Harris, KUER News. A group of Utah teachers, librarians, and parents is asking Governor Spencer Cox to veto a bill that could make it easier to remove some books from schools. The bill would impose a statewide ban on any book deemed indecent by three school districts. The bill's supporters say it'll protect children from pornography. And they say it will clarify when sensitive materials can be taken out of schools. The Let Utah Read Coalition sent Cox a letter yesterday. It says the legislation would disenfranchise school boards and allow local biases to stop intellectual curiosity. It also says the legislation would cast a, quote, chilling shadow over the sanctity of our First Amendment rights. The bill awaits the governor's signature. The Utah legislature wants to drop the state's income tax rate for the third year in a row. The Salt Lake Tribune reports Utah's highest earners would benefit the most. A liberal think tank that looked at the numbers says almost two-thirds of the cut would go to people with incomes in the top 20%. Someone earning $200,000 could see a tax reduction of about $175 a year. If the bill passes, that would mean a total of $650 million less for education and some social services. That's including tax cuts from recent years. But Republican Representative Kay Christofferson says high earners would use their extra money to add even more to the economy. The bill passed the Senate and is waiting for a vote in the House. Research shows people in the West will face more days of unhealthy air due to wildfire smoke. And there's growing recognition that smoke doesn't just affect the air we breathe outside. It often creeps indoors. A new grant could bolster some tribal buildings in our region against smoke. Boise State Public Radio's Rachel Cohen reports from Idaho for the Mountain West News Bureau. Last August, a wildfire burned just minutes away from the Clearwater Memorial Library in Orofino. It ended up destroying six houses. Library Director Jessica Long says some families were sheltering across the street and came over to read books and play games. Having a place that has clean air and is safe for them and their kids, I think that was important. 
black smoke clouded the air, long set up a DIY air filter inside. Soon, the library will become even more of a refuge. The Nespers tribe was awarded a $1.3 million grant from the Environmental Protection Agency to better protect community buildings from wildfire smoke. Julie Simpson coordinates the tribe's air quality program. People are not going to necessarily go to a newly established location during a wildfire smoke event. They will want to stay in their own homes or they're going to want to go to a, a regular public place. The grant will go toward deploying air filters, setting up air monitoring, and renovating HVAC systems in 16 buildings on the reservation, including libraries like in Orofino, community centers, and youth centers. Rachel Cohen, Boise State Public Radio News. The Utah Department of Environmental Quality is getting just over $850,000 from the EPA's grant program. It'll be used for air quality sensors and filters in schools to develop air quality alerts. You're listening to KUER News.